can change your pubic hair style in cyberpunk. Nice. Nice. I just like the phrase. Can you make it shaped like a heart? Pubic Honestly, hair I saw style those... meter. I want to be able to shape mine like a heart. Honestly, I saw all those meters and it doesn't look as in-depth as the Soul Calibur one. <laughs> Penis oh. 2 is what this guy has selected. <laughs> Penis 2? The sequel to Penis? It's finally out. I'm so sick of Penis <laughs> 1, dude. It's now I feel like an idiot for buying Penis 1. I should have yeah, waited. Yeah, you gotta wait till the update comes out. Dude. I got tell plenty of hours out of Penis tell 1. Guys are, tell me you guys are recording. I want to use this. Yeah. Oh, I, I only got it. the end of that. <laughs> okay. I, I could we could do it again and pretend no, we're just you, nah. They do say the sequel is always better than the first one, so Yeah. I heard this I one's I think yeah. Penis Two is gonna be really good. Ooh, I don't oh know. really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. There's more content at least. I don't know if it's longer you, you, per se. Yeah, I've heard it's more action packed. You guys think it's they're gonna make denser. a third? Is this gonna be like the me controls getting are a twenty seventy where uh, the three thousand series came out like right after I got right after I got the the 2000 series uh, video card you oh i did that not to mention what kind of video card i have to install on my cyber penis and cyberpunk i mean like nice. now i gotta get a three a 3000 card just for that <laughs> yeah right now my... cooling is the biggest problem <laughs> i was gonna say mine my graphics card is too low so I'm, my dick is just pixelated like i'm on cops <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have any physics yeah, and it, it crashes all the time. <laughs> or the the ray tracing oh. works on the rest no, of your body, normal. but not on your penis. <laughs> the the, the combatability. There's just works. no shadows on it at all. <laughs> compatibility like is smooth. broken on my dick. <laughs> it's like the Ballad of Gay Tony penis, where it just looks like a tube you made in. Uh, oh my god, that one's three so D paint. <laughs> it's a cylinder. Dude, why does your dick look like that? You got to turn off V-Sync. <laughs> V-Sync on, dude. Your penis Gross. looks like shit. Screen your penis tearing? is just like screen tearing. Yeah. Mm, Peen tearing. Peen tearing. <laughs> no. <laughs> there's, a, there's a side quest in Cyberpunk where you have to go get a software update for your dick. Hey, I already for got For me, that. it's hardware. Hey, I was trying to <laughs> It's so easy that there's too many options that I didn't know what to say. <laughs> Do you think they're making uh, boobs too? Boobs too, I dude. I feel like uh, boobs is just going to get continual updates. It's not. They don't think it's time. They're going to make a sequel. They got it. I mean, there are a lot of different one. versions of boobs. Yeah, it's just one of those things that they're going to release once and update forever. It's it's going to be the mm-hmm. ten year thing, like Destiny. Okay, or like <laughs> Windows Ten. Ooh, seasonal <laughs> boobs. So it's boobs ten. Boobs ten. Boob dose ten. Boob dose ten. Can we, is it too late to change the name of the podcast? <laughs> boob dose 10. Well, we aren't we aren't two hundred episodes in yet. I feel like we boob could boob ten at gmail.com. No, if we ever change it, I want a Yahoo email or an AOL or something. Boobcast Why? at Yahoo. When when I the I am Hotmail. not a hundred percent sure yeah. that those companies won't go under while the show is still going on, which yeah. is why I don't want one of those. <laughs> Uh, and if you want to send us a defunct email, you go <laughs> send it to Rocket uh, Mail. Please don't cast at Rocket Mail. Yahoo.bing.aol.com. It's Rocket Mail. I used to have an email address. It. Then we'll know what you mean. Yeah. Rocket. rocket Mail was it was mail from a rocket. Monorail. Monorail. Guys, I Monorail. fucked up. I Mono installed mail. Outlook Express on my balls in Cyberpunk, and now I can't get anything <laughs> to run. It's eating up all my RAM. <laughs> Wait, there's a joke there about. My my penis too has a memory leak. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god.
Let's it's, do this podcast. Definitely something Yes. <clears throat> All right. Hello and welcome, everyone, to Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends on It, the show where we do something different every week. Tonight, we have the main event. Four podcasters enter. Hopefully, they all leave. Oh, all right. all right. So we might None die during leave. this? You're not even going to give us not... a 100% promise that one of us will die? I am not sure. This thing is, it happens the way it happens, folks. There's no guarantees that maybe all of them will live. Maybe not, some will not be so lucky. But we will see. We've got some of the most aggressive and physical podcasters in the league here right now. We have the Crusher, Cammy. No, it, wait, <laughs> no. hold on. Cammy Crusher. I'm sorry. Crushum, I missed the thing. Thank you very much. Cammy Crusher. Uh, Cammy Crusher coming in. I crush, I, uh, what does Brother Wrecky Ralph say? I'm a Crusher. <laughs> I'm going to wreck it. Why that, you sound like you're, sell, you're selling soda, dude. <laughs> yeah, I also sell crushed soda. I'm sponsored by Crush. <laughs> Who loves orange soda? Oh, oh! I think I just felt the chill come over the ring. We have entering Straight Seb, the ultimate life form. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's me, Straight Seb, and I'm here to show you how motherfucking heterosexual I am. I fucking love men like all the sweaty, long-haired, big-tittied, makeup-wearing ones I'm going to destroy here tonight. And if anyone has the balls to tell me I ain't straight, I'll missionary position them straight down into the ground. Get out of here. Get out of here. (laughs) No straights. No straights. Get out. Oh, Gotta be gay or no I'm, way. I know I'm straight Seb's biggest fan, but also I really am uncomfortable with the bit. <laughs> so, that's why. That's why straight Seb I, is a I perfect love heel. Seb's count. straight impression is just the it's funniest. So thing. good. <laughs> you all encouraged it, and now I you know. have. To I was immediately it. proven wrong when I'm like, "Oh, it's not realistic for uh, your straight impression to be like." Oh, I love Tom Hanks, and was immediately proven wrong. When <laughs> Emily behind me is like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> and it's like, "No, I am the one." I am the one who doesn't know no, see, anything. About- am I so out of touch with straight culture? No, it's the yes, I am apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it's the case we're wrong. But wait, I hear one more iconic piece of music coming in. That's right. Hide the regular workers who are just trying to do their job. It's the ref hater, Alex, coming hey! down the ramp. <laughs> he's knocking Ooh. over refs while he's walking down to the stage. Those fucking we stripes so out of here. <laughs> Should be in fucking prison. <laughs> this, this radical stance of every rap should be in prison. They they already kind of wear the fucking uniform. <laughs> yeah, it's just sideways. <laughs> Which one of these podcasters will take the belt? But will they be able to do it? I am your host, Nick. Wrestling is fake. <laughs> Wrestling is oh, I like this character. He's convinced wrestling is fake and is in wrestling. Uh, Conspiracy theorist. uh, Last week, Crush and Cammy uh, pile drive my face into the mat, and I still think it's fake. Those were fake teeth I lost. That was fake blood on my head from my fake open wound. Uh, That's right. I'm Nikki Skeptic, your host. (laughs) Nikki Skeptic. One of the guys um, from Goodfellas, are... I think. 
<laughs> he's I one of the I've guys seen that one. Good, so good fellas. Nicky Skeptichio. Oh. <laughs> I had to change my name when I, my parents came to Ellis Island. Mm. But, oh, okay. um, <laughs> one stroke of a pen. That's right. Mm. Makes everything different. Now, uh, you might have been able to tell by our horrible, horrible bits, but we are doing an AEW episode. This is our a wrestling episode. And uh, this was, of course, requested by a listener, Destiny. Uh, thank you very much, Destiny. Thank and, you, uh, Density. Hell yeah. We are very, uh, we, we watched some wrestling this week. And I wanted to talk about something that happens uh, all the time in wrestling, which is, you know, you gotta, these two guys that you like, of course, are gonna get into the ring and they're gonna beat the shit out of each other for your amusement. But you want, still wanna create storylines. So usually you'll have a heel which is like the wrestling term for a bad guy. Cause you know, they're not actually like evil, but you want somebody that the crowd will boo intentionally. And usually, you know, everyone's in on the joke, unless you're like a, bringing a kid to the show and they're like, man, the undertaker's so mean. He gets out of a coffin. <laughs> like, like he's the bad guy. Obviously he's dead. Like, you know, Randy Orton, he RKO's that guy who was in the middle of giving a speech. It's like, he's so rude. It's like, why, why would he do that? But it's different. Uh, you know, you're. It's different from a villain in like you know uh, another wor- work or piece of media like anime or comic books or whatever. Because like you want to the the people, it, everyone's in on it, right? Like you see the guy get up there and say, "Oh, this is all stupid. Your heroes are stupid, and I hate them, and they suck. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna pretend to cheat. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold up a big Wiley Coyote sign that says I'm cheating, and I'm going to hit somebody <laughs> with a foreign object. And like. There's there's like an implicit like letting you in on the bit of the of it all, you know, that makes it fun. But the thing is, people like these guys too much. That's part of what makes it hard uh, is that you can get up there and you can spit on the fans and uh, tell uh, everyone that their heroes are stupid. And there's and nothing is uh, nothing about what they like is Whoa. works. Or uh, you can get up there and tell them that you're from uh, Cold War Russia to try and get heat. But the thing is, now it's hard because everyone's in on it. Nobody is willing to go along with the bad guy. So I want to know how you guys would get heat from the crowd. How are you guys going to get those boos from everyone? Hmm. Usually when I'm at a wrestling event, I'm trying to get those boos, you know, in the line at the refreshment stand. (laughs) But (laughs) I don't know. Uh, See, like... I don't know. Being it, there are a lot of heels, and like I'm not super well versed. All these wrestling fans, and I still can't yeah. find my boo. <laughs> it's a problem. Well, um, one of the ones that I liked the most was uh, when CM Punk came back because CM Punk, uh, as I understand it, I'm not a re- huge wrestling fan, so I'm going to get a lot of stuff wrong. And I, yeah, absolutely. You, we, we are if not. If we have some uh, wrestling fans in our audience, uh, Destiny, Andrew, anyone who wants to correct me on it, please feel free to write it up in an email. But uh, when CM Punk came back, if I remember correctly. He had a huge falling out because of some stupid shit that Vince McMahon, the you know owner of WWE, did to him, and he went public about it and was like angry at them. But they settled like they settled you know uh, under the table outside of the cameras and everything. And then CM Punk comes back to WWE, and his whole character is that he hates WWE and all their fans. <laughs> yeah, he's that's like, good. He's like, this company is awful, and I hate it. And then the other thing he's like is like. Uh, Climate change is real, and you should recycle more. And everyone kept booing him. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. So, um, some of the you know some of the wrestling gimmicks you think about the old uh, uh, Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man. 
uh, or the Billion Dollar Man. I'm trying to think. I think it's Ted DiBiase, Million Dollar Man. He's like, uh, he'd get up there uh, and he'd like offer fans the chance to perform stuff for cash. He'd be like, all right, you want to, um, you know, I'm, I'm so rich. Let me, let me give you some money while I enter the ring. It's like, uh, can you, if you, if you can, um, if you can smack me in the face, I'll give you like a thousand dollars. And then he would just hold them far enough away that they couldn't do it. You know, yeah. like he, he'd prevent them from doing it and not pay. Now did this guy wear a tuxedo with the arms ripped off or is that a like fairly odd parents character that I saw once? Um, I believe there are definitely people who did that. Yeah, for okay. sure. Cause that's a great look or like it was some sort of waistcoat with the, with no shirt underneath or something. But yeah, a heel. Um, it's great that even back then a heel could just be a rich guy because I think that's how. No, it that's good. Be. That's so good. No, he would wear like the the like fake suits with the the, the money on them, the oh, money signs yeah. on them, where he, and like he would get it in like silver and powder blue and and gold and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, one of the gimmicks I was trying to think of that I like, I wish I could place the name of this guy, and I'm sure you know anyone who knows anything about wrestling would know. But uh, there was this one heel that I heard of who, who his whole gimmick was that he was like really like he would tell people to brush their teeth and eat their vegetables and bullshit like that, that just the crowd would just hate him because he was like a, a nice guy who told them to do you know responsible things. Yeah, it's like having your uh, parents nag you. Yeah, because like maybe at that time the audience was like, you know, like 10 to 13 a lot of 10 to 13 right. year olds yeah, watching or whatever, I, I, you know? do your Just homework think being yeah being a downer like in that specific way is yeah. a very funny thing to it's me like i'm watching tv it's friday night stop telling me to brush my teeth before my wrestling. <laughs> get to bed I'm early wrestling <laughs> um we uh, watched yeah, right like... around when uh sorry nick but uh right around when last of us 2 was coming out there was a character that was really similar to abby that hunter and i were watching like it was this really like buff girl with a big braid in her hair and she was known for being like too violent for wwe like she bit someone wow. and drew blood or something like that and it was she was she was the only heel that we hunter and i used to watch a lot back when we both uh lost our jobs in the same week so like around march we were watching a lot of wwe like weekly or bi-weekly or whatever so that's been my experience with it but um there weren't really they aren't really doing like heel heels anymore in what we watched anyway. They yeah, were just what, people you kind of don't like. Yeah, I don't know much about heels like I can't really tell who's the heel and who's not in AEW because I'm not well versed in it. But you shouldn't oh. have to be well versed. It's just the guy who's uh like cocky or uh cheating, I guess, in heavy quotes. I, I couldn't like, tell which one was cheating because there's no rules. Well, we talked over a lot of the, if I remember correctly, I was really drunk, but I, we talked over a lot of the dialogue, <laughs> so, or at least I did. Oh, I was talking with uh, Emily about this, about the heel stuff, and she said correctly that just being like a prohibition guy is a great way <laughs> there to was be a drink yeah. that was Yeah, be like, uh, alcohol a is a vice. Teetotaler. You can <laughs> never drink again. Everyone give me your alcohol. We're oh, going fuck. to get rid of it. Um, if we're talking oh. generic, um, you know, like outsider wrestling knowledge, kind of. There's one mm -hmm. that our former roommate uh, Jensen always brings up because he was never into wrestling and Hunter really was. And Slash is. And um, Jensen mentioned the only guy he knew was a guy. I'll look up his name after I talk about it. A guy in a Stormtrooper helmet 
came out and <laughs> like they were like introducing what's his name and he comes out and he's like wearing a biker vest and a stormtrooper outfit and he falls oh, down okay shockmaster 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 we'll have to link the video or something but he falls that down is a before WCW he even bit. gets in the ring and doesn't get to wrestle and is never introduced again like clearly the <laughs> actor like whatever improv actor they hired to be him just fucked up so bad Fred that he never Ottman. he never even got to wrestle like that's how bad he did Oof. the shockmaster um what are we are we pausing to watch this clip? No, I, I found I found an article oral oral history of the Shockmaster incident. <laughs> the incident. You, that's one of those Wikipedia like if you have a Wikipedia article about yourself and it says the incident, like that's bad. <laughs> you have a chapter no, in that's Wikipedia great. about incidents, controversies. Um, controversies. Con- yeah. Oh, controversies. it's all like sequined too, his stormtrooper yeah. helmet. Yeah, I mean that wouldn't have Oh it's that wouldn't have it won't fly now, yeah. <laughs> but it's so funny. Yeah, that was probably Shock before. Uh, we'll Shock never Master's know. A bad name anyway. We'll never know what his bit was going to be because he just blew it. Like he misstepped <laughs> and blew his whole career. Uh, oh my god, um, I I like the idea of uh, just being like, uh, all right, wrestling fans, the dirtiest, stupidest slobs possible. What can I do to piss them off? Uh, brush your teeth. Go to bed on time. <laughs> Are you sure we be like be total... insulting everyone who likes wrestling before that? No, so. no, I'm think no, I'm thinking of like in the mindset of you. Uh, you were just ta- Alex was just talking about that heel that did those things. Right. I have an idea. Or I have like, an idea. yeah. So if I was a heel, right, mm-hmm. and I wanted all the the wrestling fans, the wrestling fans want to see people get punched. They want to see mm-hmm. people get um, thrown around. Mm-hmm. What if I'm? What if? What if you're a heel? But you're only healed because you don't want to fight and you're standing there being a pacifist and being like, this is wrong. You can't do that. We shouldn't I'm not be very doing fond this. Of conflict. That, I think like that would only work so many times because you like you get put through a hundred tables and then people are going to be like, all right, this this one never no, no, fights. No, 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 I like no, 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 no. Like but, but you you win through like um, non-aggressive tactics, like make the guy run himself into a wall. Yeah. Like, you know being avoided you know Ooh, oh i yeah, get it like, that kind of thing. like be like Very water brutal. yeah yeah Ooh. just don't get hit make the guy so tired then you just push him over with one finger like, yeah that kind of fucking thing. cartoon win yeah this exactly is <laughs> all right my guy that's what i would do he's wearing a wolf fursuit and he orders products from acme industries <laughs> he paints a big tunnel on the wall. John Moxley runs into it. That's his finisher. Is they lower Just a big tunnel into, into the into ring. the into the bottom of the ring? Yeah, it's a draws a hole on the ground and someone falls through it. <laughs> it's possible. This is getting supernatural. Oh my God! He's building a giant catapult. It has flipped over back onto oh, John Moxley. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I like this idea. He has set up a fake bird seed station, <laughs> and it looks like MJF is going for some. <laughs> He's going for that free seed. <laughs> Wrestling announcers have such a specific voice that it's it's pretty easy to evidence. Yeah, uh, I'll just... tell you. I'm tired. I'm hungry. I'm in the middle of a match. I'm looking for some free bird seed too. I, I definitely see why MJF is going for this. Dude, one of the announcers on AW, he always says. A-W-E. 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 Wait, we might A-W-E. be just doing a poor man's Joe Rogan when we're doing that voice. Though. No, we're not. I we're think... doing like um, 
He's already the poor man himself. Uh, Excalibur wearing the lucha mask. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I, honestly that would be a good heel character to just to just be Joe Rogan. I think. Yeah, he's making Elon Musk smoke a joint. (laughs) (laughs) Listen to his podcast. Boo! (laughs) He just goes on and he's like, "Listen to my podcast with Joe Rogan." All right, how about a podcast host as a heel? Oh, now we're talking. Mm. That's real. You always want to just. Yeah, they get just... up and right before they're supposed to make a big speech about how they're going to beat their opponent, they just start talking about Blue Apron. Yeah, <laughs> Ooh, they're, cut, they're like cutting a, a promo show. and they're like, "All right, guys, let's let's sync up." You know, do you have anything <laughs> covered you want to in endorsements like a like a NASCAR driver? No, they they're using their Blue, Blue Apron, Blue apron MeUndies, like uh, uh, meal to beat the guy. <laughs> yeah, they hit him with the big every sponsorship they box. get, they just use it to beat their opponent. Like they that's their a, weapon. A match, a box the size of a mini fridge that has a mattress yeah. in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's pretty good. I, I don't know. I like. I actually kind of like this bit. I think what, we can pull this off. What are we going to call him? What are we going to call him? Sponsor uh, man. Pod. Pod. Man. So many. So many of the, the wrestlers master? in the. Podmaster. Podmaster. <laughs> Podmaster. I still have the sequence uh, Stormtrooper helmet. The caster. I the podcast a bit. <laughs> uh, I didn't even realize I was just doing Shockmaster. Uh, no, the caster. Shock I like caster. that. I'm going to come out to Thunder from uh, Killer Instinct 2013's music and be the caster. The just like. <laughs> All right. Ooh, I think this is pretty good. I think we got some good heel, mm-hmm. heel bits in there. I think it'll be uh, fun to kind of figure out like. Because, like, if I think about, like, what would actually get me on the, like, hero side, it's so hard. I just, just want to root for whoever I think is more entertaining in the ring. And oftentimes the heel has a better thing going on. You yeah. Know? I, than, like, John Cena or whoever the fuck. You I know? must Boy, be forgetting something. Definition though. of bland wrestler, man. Right. Mm-hmm. He's fucking wearing jorts. Never give up. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why, like, when I was watching AWE, I remembered the people who I think were supposed to be the heels a bit better because they had more like, I don't know, Darby Allen is he supposed, he has like face paint all <laughs> he's over. He's got him. the half skull face yeah. paint. God, um, and then, um, he's constantly doing flips. I think, I think that's just his bit. Yeah. He's orange like, Cassidy. Right. I remember because he's orange and, and people kept yelling, um, no pulp at him. <laughs> <laughs> he wears a shirt that says that. That yeah. rocks. Yeah. Well, see, he's a heel guy because he's like, oh, he's like, oh, I don't care. This stuff's all stupid, but I'm going to win it. Yeah, he had his hands in his pocket, like, for the half the match. And I'm like, what are you doing? That's awesome. (laughs) He's over it. He's too cool. Yeah, see, I remember him. Exactly. (laughs) He's too cool for school. Yeah, so when they introduced this character, I don't know his name, maybe Nick will know, but um, Hunter immediately sent us the the video of introducing him. And he's like this bro dude. He, like, doesn't wear shoes in the ring, and he, like, drinks White Claws and stuff. And he's, like, a total, like, long-haired, like, frat guy. And I was, we were immediately like, fuck this guy. This guy sucks. <laughs> His bit is stupid. And it's like, oh, it's working. Like, you're All supposed heels to have like to drink guy. White Claw, I guess. Is that yeah. is that in the chat somewhere? I gotta find. Um, uh, it's in our Twitter chat between Hunter, okay. Desiree, and I. <laughs> okay, yeah. If you send that to me, I will. I will I'll try and that. find it. Yeah, this guy's pretty um, funny. No, that's good. See, that's like I like that because like obviously we're all in on it. We're all like, oh yeah, he's you know just doing this to, to like get a reaction out of the crowd. But we we want to believe. We want to be a mark who is like entertained by this sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, the so I to want degree, to believe alien poster, us, so, but it's, it's got yeah. like a wrestling like belt on it. Yeah. I feel like a conspiracy themed wrestler would be good, but I think Ooh. they already sort of did that with Matt Hardy. Um, 
they basically had a gimmick of him having a mental break in the ring after his tag partner breaks up with him. Oh, uh, if I rem- if oh I'm was that from that Super Eyepatch Wolf video? He did do that. Like he, I think he did talk about that. That was oh, yeah, really good. But that, that, it should make its way into the episode description or something, or we should shout oh, it out. Yeah. It'll least. be in the like absolute notes. He he does a bunch of great wrestling videos. Um, mm-hmm. he had a whole video on heels somewhat recently. That oh yeah, really that like. was really really good. Um. Uh. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, there's yeah, a lot I think of. We, I think we, we got there's sufficiently think, covered this first segment topic. I think right. we did. Um, and when we come back, we are going to become Judas in our own minds with AEW. Does that make sense? And we're going to talk. <laughs> we're going to talk about this week's most recent Dynamite, and we're going to talk about some of the other matches we watched and our opinions of the whole thing in general. So of I hope you're not going anywhere. Wrestling. The best is yet to come. Round two coming up. Ding, All right. ding, ding, All ding, right. boo, it's boo, boxing. yay, popcorn Woo. over here, fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> oh, he's got a chair, he's painting a tunnel on the, on the ring. <laughs> what have I become, now that I've betrayed, everyone I've ever loved, I pushed them all away, and I have been a slave to the Judas Sid, 
I'm ready. Along with Davy Boy, Sting, and Dusty Rhodes, we'll see you at the Fall Brawl at the War Games. Until then. Welcome back, everyone, to Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends on It. This week, we are returning with our AEW episode, All Elite Wrestling, which is a wrestling promotion that just started up very recently as a kind of uh, spin-off. It is a uh, Cody Rhodes thing. Uh, there's um, His bit in the league is that, oh, there's more than one uh, wrestling royalty family. So there's more than one wrestling royal family. So it's like, okay, the McMahons doing their WWE thing, they're not the only ones who get to rule over everything. Yeah. But, you know, they still have to have their own, like, billionaire funding everything to get, like, on TV <laughs> and everything. But still, it's... Nice to have an alternative, uh, at least in the entertainment uh, way of it. But um, it's started up pretty recently. It started to pick up wrestlers from basically every other division. People from uh, Lucha Underground, which I'll get to in a bit. Uh, New Japan, the the Japanese kind of major wrestling league. Yeah, they were saying, um, um, like, the the ones that Destiny linked us, and I think the one mm-hmm. that we, like, watched live, the... Um, announcers kept talking about new japan constantly because like half of them were all from new well, japan I mean, yeah yeah well they were from the bullet club in mm-hmm. new japan which yeah. was the rowdy americans who were rude and crude and in tab- japan yeah. <laughs> yeah and they just they just transplant right into the u.s and don't change anything about the gimmick except <laughs> yeah, the name that, which i i love yeah. it's so good but the thing is it's not they're not weird or disrespectful here they're just how we expect them to be yeah which is so <laughs> funny what like is this group of normal guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's with this group of normal people on TV? I don't understand it. Well, why don't you go first, Nick, with your impressions? You never go first. It seems like uh, you have sure. the most to yeah. do that. lead in with, because you know about New Japan and um, the... What was the one you mentioned? Lucha Underground. Uh, Lucha Underground, yeah. Watch um, Mucha Lucha. Mucha Lucha. Yeah. It's a way of life. Yeah, I watched right. 13 episodes of Mucha Lucha. Was that what we were supposed to do? <laughs> I'm so um, sorry. Anyway, oh, this, I watched we, El Tigre. We had to... Um, Oh, fuck. Anyway, <laughs> this week, Destiny had us watch uh, All Elite Wrestling's Wednesday show, which is Dynamite, uh, AEW Dynamite. And, uh, we, that, we all and that's not that. a descriptor. That's the name of it, no. right? Wednesday you weren't just saying like, it was Dynamite. Although I did like, think it was pretty good. Okay, all right. I'm not 70 years old, so I don't describe anything as Dynamite. But it's, <laughs> You're it, always it's doing good. that. Uh, I thought it was Cracker Jack. <laughs> Dude, I met one person in my life who said something was Dynamite. And it was when I wor- worked at AC Moore, and he like asked me for oh. something. And he's like, "Oh, thanks, that's dynamite." And I'm like, "What? What?" That kind of rules. Are you sure? I think that's okay yeah. to bring back. I think that's okay to say. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, it was founded by uh, Shahid Khan and his son uh, Tony, who basically just wanted a an alternative to WWE. They're like, "Oh, we should make one. We have money. We could do that." <laughs> Which is, it's not the first time that happened. I mean. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure WCW was founded the exact same way where yeah. someone was like, oh, that, that guy, that rich guy has his own wrestling league. 
Well, wh- why don't I have that? I could have one of those. <laughs> I want one. <laughs> uh, but I was really feeling it. I was really feeling the like kind of influence because I've watched. I've actually been to a WWE show before. I went and saw. They did a live taping of uh, NXT at um, Mohegan Sun right near us, and I went with a friend of the show, Tyler, to uh, to a taping of it. And we had a we had a great time. Andrew's gone too, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I went and with Andrew me. for uh, one as well. Um, I think they have. I I'm not 100 percent sure. What did you but, and Andrew um, see? Uh, it was just it was the same thing. It was NXT. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We have an excellent um, photo of Andrew holding up a sign. He was like on TV, so they like oh, panned yeah. to him for a second. What and he's was wearing the, uh... the shirt of a streamer, uh, the anime Illuminati streamer. So a bunch of people pointed him out because. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, it doesn't yeah. have a sign. All right. Yeah. But yeah, it's cool to see your friend on TV. So. It is. I, even though I didn't get the reference or and didn't care about wrestling, it was like, oh wow, <laughs> Andrew was on TV because of the shirt he was wearing. Because people on Reddit are like zooming in on him in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> just funny people are looking at him like he's an easter egg also wwe has a some sort of facility i think stanford where um the last money in the the mcmahons live here yeah it's very weird that this is also close to us because we were watching one um connecticut is a place where rich old people go to retire that's right if they don't if they don't go to florida the people who already live in in connecticut go to florida the people who this don't live like in Connecticut showman, come to Connecticut. This kind of like showy stuff seems like it's like mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, like Florida or L.A. stuff. But yeah. mm-hmm. um, in Stanford, in our state, uh, they did, I think it was Money in the Bank, whichever one is the suitcase. With the yeah, money and stuff. So they had the bit was, and I was really excited for this because I, I love, like, I don't know, like buildings and stuff, I guess. But they had to, <laughs> they started at, oh, hold on. They start at the bottom floor and the suitcase is hanging from a crane on the roof of the building that you can reach through a ladder. So you have to go through the building to get to the top to um, get, climb the ladder and get the suitcase. So like they start and like some guys run into the, into the elevator and some take the stairs and they fight in the ballroom They fight or the boardroom. They fight in the the like men's bathroom and like they're just literally using this this wwe building as a set like they fight in the gym and stuff it was that was a really really good thing that we watched i don't have a ton of experience with aew like we i watched one with destiny and andrew and then we watched one the other night but a lot of my experience because of hunter is with wwe so but i I totally interrupted Mm -hmm. nick just because i wanted to talk about the stanford thing but we could have well, driven to that building and got that case. <laughs> I mean, the money in the bank gimmick is extremely strong. Mm. Like I, it's very easy for me to shit on WWE because they have made so many stupid mistakes, and they are consistently evil to all of the people they employ. Like, not only are they consistently evil to everyone in the play, and they make tons of mistakes, but they uh, are run by the corniest man on the planet who has dumb ideas. So, <laughs> the man who doesn't know what a burrito is, or right, didn't, famously, didn't great, know. great story. <laughs> That was somehow on this podcast at some point too. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we did bring it up at one point. I don't remember why. Yeah, but um, probably on like the fucking Deus Ex episode. <laughs> that sounds really fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, what made All Elite special for me when they first announced it back in 2018 was that they were bringing in people from everywhere. Uh, you know, they were br- they were snapping up wrestlers from other promotions, stuff that I'd recognize. Like, I knew about Kenny Omega. Because uh, there was a super heavily publicized thing where he did, like, 
he went to a Street Fighter tournament and did this huge Street Fighter match against a WWE wrestler. Yeah. And Kenny Omega is, of course, uh, he is one of the, you know, uh, pissed off Americans, the leader of the Bullet Club yeah. in New Japan. He's the guy who's like, no, uh, you know, dirty, rude, rough American wrestling. That's how you do it. It's not about patience and uh, tact and, uh, and having honor. all the skill and train and honor and training under a waterfall. It's Dignity. not about any of that. It's about kicking the other dude in the face. And that is how you win. And that was like his thing. Because he, he wasn't exactly a heel. He was just not polite to the <laughs> Japanese uh to the Japanese like leaders in the in that wrestling in the New Japan not a polite uh, cat like league he's great um but uh I knew about him because he did this big he's like oh I love Street Fighter I he talked to Capcom about doing a big public match against Xavier Woods who is a WWE wrestler from the, the New Day who is great uh and I'm like oh this guy's cool I'll you know follow him on Twitter I'll, if I hear about him being in something I'll go check it out I've watched a couple of New Japan events, and they are really good. Very different, of course, from the American wrestling. They just, like, they tend to focus a lot more on the, like, technique of the match. Like, you can Mm. feel, like, the way the announcers call it, it's like the guys have health bars. It's, (laughs) and the camera angle's, like, all zoomed in. It's not wrong. It's just different. It's it's very interesting to to watch in comparison it's to this. It's so weird that there are so many splinters of wrestling. Like I was like, mm-hmm. oh, re- yeah, wrestling. You know, it's yeah, WWE, it, it, it's, but there's like yeah, weirdly like different. There's so much business and like I think um, shit that splinters it. It's, yeah, it's we odd. grew up with WWE being the big thing. Um, mm-hmm. Like that's when you know the Attitude Era, and it was really getting big. And um, like I mean, at least when I was in elementary school, like. Everyone, not everyone, all the boys had the action figures. Like, that was on TV all the time. Um, I knew people who had the, you know, N64 wrestling yeah. games. And I was like, oh, i got to go over there and play that. And then I'd be like, this is stupid. How come when their health bar empties, I have to pin them? I, I should just be able to, to <laughs> Yeah, I won. Because they I died. Their health bar. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, like, the, so it, it's kind of no wonder, like, WWE just sticks in your brain. Because that's hmm. the big thing. That's what we all knew and grew up with. It's the brand. It's, it's just the branding. brand of wrestling is WWE. It's so which is funny that we weren't into it, Nick and I, because like we were yeah. so into comics and heroes. I wasn't and into stuff, it either. It was just like on the peripheral. It totally like it was me. even as a kid. I remember being like, "Oh, that's not for me. Like that's yeah. something else." Mm-hmm. Like maybe yeah, it's because our parents never put it on or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, yeah they no, didn't my care parents about would any never let stuff. me watch that as a kid. Never. Our parents definitely would have let us watch it, but it was just so foreign <laughs> to us that maybe we never got into it. I don't know. My, my parents didn't even really want me to watch Invader Zim. <laughs> Too many. Uh, well, aliens guts. are actually secret demons, Seb. They're going to turn yeah. you away from God. No, they weren't like that. I think my mom didn't like the sense of humor. The screaming mm. and the guts. And <laughs> yeah. Filth. All the so sharp just... angles. Anyway, enough about Invader Zim. Too many this sharp angles. Episode. You can cut yourself. Um, not tonight. So, this is like. Uh, I, I, so I saw that they had Cody Rhodes, and uh, one of the other things I want to get into briefly is that um, before I had watched any AEW, uh, I, and I knew just like what about I knew about wrestling because I knew people who liked it, or I would hear people somehow everyone on every podcast I've ever listened to is a wrestling fan. I don't know how that works out. Uh, yeah, everyone just, I watched. I, I, that's why wrestling. I wanted to bring up that I don't understand how we missed it everyone i idolize <laughs> who's in media likes wrestling yeah so, like um uh, i like so matt mick muscles he loves wrestling i like um wang on youtube he loves wrestling he's like met wrestlers he had wrestlers in a music video for his band 
Um, like a, a ton of people I watch on YouTube just love wrestling. Yeah, like, Henry Gilbert, uh, yeah. No, Super yeah. Eye Patch Wolf loves it. Like mm-hmm. everyone has some. Well, sort I, of I think it's because they're. I mean, Cam, you're a little bit younger, so I don't know. I think you might have slightly missed the Attitude Era. Um, no, it's um, like also you did as well. It's it's not. No, it, it's like it's like not it. The the thing that people refer to as the Attitude Era only goes into like the early to mid nineties. You know, it goes into like us just being born. Yeah. That was, I was still born like in 93. This, the, the memory. The memory was still yeah, in people's minds. Okay, I think, but like, okay, so whatever came <laughs> after the Attitude Era, where it yeah. was still really big, and they had the action figures, and it was all over the place, and they were advertising it uh-huh. on like Nickelodeon and shit like that. Um, mm-hmm. Like whatever that was, I think those yeah, people. It was, yeah. it was still big when we were media conscious, but it wasn't yeah. as big as when before right. we were watching stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so like um, no, I, I, I'm I, just sorry. When I was like into uh, like when I was watching all these people, they all are into wrestling, and they would talk about wrestling. Something I would think to myself, I would have the genius thought to myself of like, well, if everyone knows it's all fake anyway, then why aren't people out there like pretending they have superpowers and shit? Mm. And then <laughs> oh, okay. Somebody, somebody opened my eyes and was like i believe it was andrew who was like if that's what you want you should just watch lucha underground because they do that shit and i'm like really and I, oh? it came to netflix uh, a couple of years ago it came to netflix like five years ago or something and i watched the first season of lucha underground because unlike having a weekly promotion every week they do like seasons with cutoffs and storylines and stuff like that which you know you're, they're still getting in the ring and like doing flips uh, and like uh, kneeing each other in the neck and everything. But on top of that, they're also like, oh yeah, the championship belt has like gems of power in it that are going to a- awaken an ancient Aztec okay. god. And I'm like, right. oh, actually, this is hell yeah. Thing to do. Yeah, this that is rocks. this is lucha underground. This is me- this or is no, the okay. Mexican. Sorry, I'm yeah, like this... far away here. I'm sorry. This is like oh my god. But I was I, that that is the most into wrestling I ever got. Was like fervently watching old wrestling that had come to netflix yeah. i'm like oh my god this is great and so when AEW, i was reading like on twitter or something uh they're like oh AEW signs uh pentagon jr and uh brian cage Wait, and a bunch of these guys that pentagon jr from... is he like the pentagon but he's small uh the references are different <laughs> because he is a mexican wrestler so okay. don't worry about it where's the mexican pentagon Oh my god! <laughs> I'd like the to finish the sentence. Pentagon is also a shape. Yes, Pentagon Junior. Yes, but the uh, the building the Ray Pentagon Phoenix. is shaped like a pentagon. Is that right? So yes, I know. So signed, he's signed a bunch of uh, luchadors, and uh, I was like, oh wow, I love those guys because they they would just uh, you know build the turnbuckle five stories higher than WWE does and have people do flips off it for an oh, entire yeah. hour. <laughs> and I was big into that. Like that, I, That's part of the appeal to me, as much as them pretending that some of the wrestlers have superpowers and shit like that, which I also liked about Lucha Underground. Um, or, you know, this guy coming out and like he, he no-sells everything and he implies that he is like an artificial human. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm totally with you, Nick, because that, that is way more interesting to me. If you're going to fake it, fake it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, like, when you get down to it, they're getting in the ring, and these guys are still doing a performance. They're still kicking the shit out of each other, even if it's like, okay, well, don't actually kick me in the balls. It's like, you're still taking damage. You're still covered in, like, like rug burn by the end of the night because you've been <laughs> hurling yourself into the fucking ring ropes and mat, and, like, uh, the table does actually break when you put somebody through it. Yeah. So it's, like, it's still a ton of mm. physical work. And I think I 
you know, had come to respect it. And anytime, you know, Andrew or someone else we know would be like, hey, wrestling's on, I wouldn't be like, oh, that's stupid. I'd be like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll sit down. I'm, I'm into this. Like, I'll get into this. I'm excited. Um, even though I never kind of found that, like, I never got into it as much as I did with that initial uh, Lucha Underground stuff, which I do still highly recommend. I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but There's it's, no a, way. it's a fun that watch. Was like Dude, their costumes. I'm, so I'm looking at ago. Lucha Underground, and their costumes are so much better than anything in AD. Because they're committing. Well, AEW is more. One of the AEW. nice things about AEW is that they're more about the the people themselves than the, than actually the gimmick. Yeah. So many of the people in in uh, AEW just use their names. Like they don't yeah. like have a crazy gimmick because they don't need one. They're like, oh, what I what will set me apart in the ring is I'm going to do some crazy physical move. Yeah. As opposed to wearing a dinosaur hat on my head. Like that's, that's I would what's rather going be, to make watch, me different. I think I found the dinosaur hat man. Oh, all right, you did. Is it Vibora? <laughs> sure. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks like he looks more like a lizard, Nick. Are you sure? All right. Well, yeah. So the uh, yeah the masks. I mean, they the are costumes, The crazy they're, they're stuff. Not just I love wrestlers. that. Uh, but you know, a cup a bunch of those guys got brought into All Elite Wrestling, and I have now since seen them in All Elite Wrestling, and they're still insanely good. Mm. They're not pretending they can like shoot fireballs out of their hands or come back from the dead or anything. However, they are still you know, doing a hundred flips in a single match or, uh, you know, getting, doing a hand plant to kick somebody in the face or do some shit that I feel like you don't get in WWE. Like I, I wouldn't see any of that crazy, like physical stuff, at least unless they imported a wrestler like Shinsuke Nakamura from new Japan, when he would start to do the stuff that he would do in Japan. And it's like, what's going to make me interesting in the ring. Isn't going to be, uh, you know, me coming out with a fog machine or whatever. It's going to be that I can do a kick that makes me look like the letter F. And I don't. <laughs> it's the ultimate punch. It is. It's, it, you know, that kind of stuff. So I, I was ready to get into this. And this week's match, which we did, I feel bad for Destiny because uh, it was the not the most accessible week of Dynamite to be yeah. watching. Because no. they start with a free-for-all match that has, like, 30 guys in it yeah. all at once. And the and uh, Excalibur and the other commentators are struggling to keep up. And I know a couple of these guys because of the pay-per-view we watched a little while ago yeah. and uh, because I did a, little, a tiny bit of research before uh, watching the Wednesday night show. And I'm looking at them I'm like, oh, yeah, these guys are cool. I know, I know most of these guys, but there are a couple I don't know. And you guys were just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we were so late to the party on this. We had no idea. Like, no, I, I started watching it, like, when it started with Nick. I still had no idea. I had no idea what was happening. So I just kind of commented on all their costumes. Hmm. Yeah. I I think that... Um, a little bit of baggage I, I, yeah, this week. Yeah, exactly. A little bit of baggage because, like, you know, we weren't all in on every storyline uh, and, uh, you know, we don't know the personalities of these guys. Uh, so if they, it's not adequately demonstrated in the match, like Orange Cassidy gets his ass kicked by like every other guy in the ring, but he was still one of the last ones there. So he still technically won yeah. uh, a match next week, which is so <laughs> funny because he's usually the, the cocky guy. He's usually the, the, the cocky, famous, I don't do any more work than I have to. So it was like a very funny moment to watch everybody pick on him in the ring at the same time. And he still wins. Yep. It's more like, uh, I survived the longest as opposed to I am the best. And I like wrestled. Somebody was that, down to the he ground. was the one who was like, there's three guys like punching on him. Like when there's only like yeah. four guys <laughs> left in the ring. Yeah. God. 
He's like down on the ground. Everyone's fucking assaulting him, and then he still wins mm-hmm. somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so then uh, we get a we get a tag match after that, which I think was pretty good. Uh, one of the tag teams' gimmicks was uh, Cody Rhodes and Darby Allen. Uh, you know, two guys who are already famous, Darby Allen having the half face paint and a ridiculous outfit of the jean shorts over the tights. Yeah. As much as I did love him. Absolutely great. That's (laughs) how you know he's wearing the shorts, not for function, but for fashion. Hmm. Exactly. Um, But their thing, like the announcers were talking about what they're trying to set up uh, with this is like, oh yeah, uh, these guys, they're both very good wrestlers, but they have absolutely no personal relationship. They're not friends. Yeah. They're not partners. They're not anything. They don't really go together, which is interesting. Yeah. And the, one of the last matches I watched on the last, um, maybe the last pay-per-view, was uh, they uh, wrestled to, uh, like against each other. So I was like, oh wow, mm-hmm. this is a weird matchup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Starks and Hobbs uh, were the uh, opponent, and they were like actual good tag team partners. They had like tag moves, and they did team shit. And then the the two more famous guys just kind of blundered their way into a victory, which was pretty good. <laughs> it was it was a fun match to watch. And I don't want to imply that any of this stuff was sloppy. I think that it was all done really well. Like it's it's hard to say because like everything in they were doing was building up to the match at the end. That's all they were talking about the whole time. Is even though you're watching two guys do flip kicks on Cody against Cody Rhodes, uh, the announcers are like, and uh, later tonight we've got that title match between Kenny Omega and uh, John Moxley. Uh, I hope you guys are excited for that. And it's like, oh, do you think the belt will change? Yeah, hands? and they're just Some like, winter's coming. Winter's in coming. the ring. Yeah, <laughs> in the ring while they're talking about this, like they're hyping up the rest of the show while you're watching, <laughs> while you're watching the show that they're doing right now. Yeah, one thing that all wrestling TV does really well is to keep you watching. Like when we did watch these like weekly or whatever, we're. Mm-hmm. there was a point at like 10 30 where we'd be like oh it ended a half an hour ago and we didn't even realize because it just launched into a documentary after that huh. <laughs> like it, it's so fascinating at least the wwe does it like where mm-hmm. they don't end the match or end the event and then launch into commercial they'll end the event and then do commentary they'll have and launch their... into a documentary immediately afterwards or so. the post show or um the uh, post show WWE yeah. has uh, has 205 live that they'll do after nxt right and they don't give you a chance to turn it off and go to bed like yeah. they just they do commercial break end of the match and then right into the next thing that way some guy's first ever time on camera is going to happen right after regular monday night raw yeah. right monday night raw ends and then t- during 205 live a 19 year old who has been working out for two months uh gets there in the ring and gets the shit kicked out of him by somebody new yeah like, it's that Hunter, friend of the show hunter's girlfriend's friend which is you know degrees of separation mm-hmm. was a writer for wwe and got on camera because wow. they like they like were dunking on him for his script and he like gets pile drived or something. Like it's like really That's it's funny. so perfect. Like it's like, oh you're a writer. Hey, can you be on screen for a second? Like well, you know, here I want him to have life. written that. Yeah, exactly. Right. You write yourself on, but uh yeah, I don't know. Write yourself on to get pile drived. Mm. So so that was, was the, that the first the first tag match. That was pretty good, I gotta say. I, I did like it. Um and then uh you know, it was a good it was a good match, and then, uh, you know, after all of this, they do, like, some, there's, like, some uh, drama about, like, oh, man, is this too much? Is he, like, uh, 
are they going to like are they, the match is already over why are they still kicking the shit out of these guys why are they still putting them in holds and everything and then the gimmick music comes on and fucking sting walks out yeah one yeah. of the sting Whoa. sting the wrestler like why we were not expecting that at all and like he has not indicated any previous interest in the promotion or anything and he didn't wrestle or anything because the dude's like falling apart now that's years of wrestling shit. will do that to your body but he comes out. He still wears the face paint. He's still dressed up. He's wearing a shirt with himself on. Yeah, it. Yeah, he's got a trench coat uh, with, with the scorpion the on the back. AEW branding. Wouldn't you? He pulls out, pulls out a, a you know a special black bag. Yeah. And doesn't use it. And then he's like, he he comes out. He breaks up the fight and he leaves. But it was great, especially hearing the commentator's reaction to it because you hear Excalibur yell, "Sting!" <laughs> and like you can tell that like not only is he playing it up for the camera but he's you know a lot of these guys are fans of wrestling who just got graduated to being in wrestling <laughs> so are, when some are they not when one of the guys they watched as a kid yeah are they not people um you know how kind of like football and baseball does it where you retire from baseball and then be an announcer oh yeah absolutely so, all the pretty much all the commentators are retired okay because so, Excalibur yeah. is a very wrestler name Oh, absolutely. Well, he's okay. wearing a lucha mask. Of course he's. I, yes. Have I seen him? I don't know if I've seen yes, him. Yes, he he was they he showed have. him a, yeah. a lot. Oh, well, my stream is <laughs> potatoes, so. All right. Yeah, um, shit. But uh it did. yeah, they I'm I'm trying to go over this whole event so that uh, we have a shorthand when the other guys talk about what they okay. saw. Uh they can just refer to whatever one thing. We don't have to explain the whole match every time. Um and yeah, it was it was uh, that was really good. There was the women's division match that I, I really also liked. Yeah, there was um, um, Doctor What's Your Face and Short Lady from Russia. <laughs> that you're right. That was right. Tall Nick Doctor and cool. Short yeah. Russian. Uh, Doctor Britt Baker. Yep. Uh, was uh, and against Layla Hirsch. Yes. Uh, Layla Hirsch is wearing like a, a Russian Olympic outfit. Yeah. And. Uh, mm-hmm. Baker's like, uh, yeah, it's been a while. Outside, I believe she had to, she was not in the promotion for a while because she was uh, COVID quarantined in Europe. Oh. So she wasn't able to come back. Like, there were no flights going into the United States for her to take. Um, and then she comes back. And she's like, I'm here to clean up the trash in oh, this league. <laughs> I think she was on Classic the first one I, that I watched with, um, you yeah. know, everyone earlier in the year. And they had, like, a behind-the-scenes thing. With, like, not an operating room, but, like, a doctor's room, and there were, like, fucking needles and shit, and... Well, she's a dentist. Uh, oh, she's, she's that like kind of ac- thing? She's actually okay. a, a DDS, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so they, uh, and that was why they, they did a bit a while ago yeah. with her uh, actually in a dentist's office. Yeah, they have an fight. entire oh, Yeah, there, that's, that's really, what that I think it was good. that I watched. Very, very good. Oh, man. Um, but, uh, so, so the women's match was good, and uh, then... Like, I'll, I'll just get to the, the main event. You know, you had, uh, I mean, uh, Chris Jericho against Kazarian was fine. Uh, Jericho cannot move like he used to, of Yikes, course, but he was yeah. still, he was still a good performer. Uh, and he has the best theme song. It's, it's hard to, it's hard to say. Like, and like, they turn the music off halfway through this theme song and let the audience complete it, which I, I think is, a, is very nice. Like, that's a, that's a good audience participation thing. Just have everyone yeah. yell. I am it's all about the Judas in my mind. In yeah, the rain, the, the and they they have to fake so much of it because you can't have a full stadium right now with COVID. Yeah, it's tough. Um, so like you really gotta make it work with as little as few guys as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, jeez. 
but yeah, the, the main event was Kenny Omega, who I uh, had known and loved, versus John Moxley, a guy from WWE who I never gave a shit about then. <laughs> and uh, all right, I'm like, yeah, whatever. He's okay now. Um, he looks like a he looks like a pirate. Like he's always a little bit wet. Like, <laughs> just, he's just got like sea spray on him. Okay. He's got in the beard, and I don't know. That's just something the, the vibe that Moxley gives off to me. But he's he's not like a bad performer. Like he's been he's held the belt for since February. I'm sure that they had planned something else initially, but COVID. They're like, uh, how long are we doing gonna do this? And uh, <laughs> should we have a big event? Like if we want to have a big event that everyone goes to a huge pay per view that we sell a lot of tickets for, we don't want to have some huge event and nobody can come to it because of Corona. So I don't know. Maybe just have him keep the belt for a while, and then they do this crazy long very physical match where they're having Kenny Omega lift this dude up above his head and hitting him into the turnbuckle and uh, he like threw him out of the ring into the chairs where nobody was sitting yeah right oh good stuff and there's pile drivers and kicks and all of um all of Kenny Omega's moves are video game references so his v trigger is this jumping knee that he does (laughs) I can't believe that was that's what it was called that is a a, um the the Street Fighter Five, like, I don't mechanic. even know how to describe it. Like, it's like yeah, yeah super yeah, mechanic. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's like a it's like a power up mode or an install that you go into that you get install. after a certain point in the match. Uh, named after the dragon install from Guilty Gear. Can't oh, of course. But um, uh, there's um. Also, he has the Omega weapon, which is like his aerial pile driver move and like all that. So, of course, I'm rooting for Omega the whole time. But Omega is supposed to be the heel. He's not like he's never been like evil or cruel or cheating or anything throughout AEW. He's just been kind of a cocky guy. But this match, he's like sort of turning towards the heel side by going against the main champ and doing things that are very slightly dirty, like uh, smashing him with the mic or having like his uh, promoter distract Moxley while he goes for like a hit from behind and stuff like that and Classic. uh Classic and he, you know his promoter has this like fucking giant rose and when moxley smacks him out of the ring the rose petals just fly everywhere <laughs> like it fucking exploded. yeah i thought it, it was, was so blood good. at first actually <laughs> well we got to see a little bit of blood later on oh, yeah, when yeah. um uh <laughs> when kenny omega drops moxley on his head intentionally and yep. uh he just like <laughs> just cracks his head open and then the match is over it was really good like I, I felt physical the whole time. I I just so I I got excited watching this, even when they were doing the stupid stuff. Like uh, especially when they were doing the stupid stuff, like pulling two chairs out from under the ring. Moxley sets them up after uh, Kenny Omega is like basically there waiting to be pinned, and Moxley just sets up two folding chairs. Is like sit down on this folding chair. We're gonna take turns punching each other in the face. <laughs> yeah, very good bit. <laughs> Yeah, I but, like I like the face punching match because there's not a lot of punching that goes on WWE. It's more like a slap, like a hard slap. But yeah. in the match we watched last week, it was it was a punch, but yeah. it was so um, you know like doctored into being theatrical or whatever. It mm-hmm. was like it was it was very fun. Still, that like, they just you stood there, or sat there, it. punching each other. It was very fun. I I wasn't like. Like watching this, I was getting, I was marking out. I was getting like excited like a kid about stupid things. Like, oh my God, he's got two chairs. What's he going to do with two chairs? He's <laughs> setting them up in the middle of the ring. Why would he do that? So you're going to play rock, paper, scissors? <laughs> and then, of course, I was absolutely baffled by the ending of this. Not by the results, uh, even though uh, Kenny Omega got the belt. But his promoter's kind of like, hanging on him and leading him out of there. He like kind of rushes him out and they try to do the post game interview. And he's like, I'll tell you all about it. 
on next week's Impact, which is like a, a different wrestling promotion. Yeah, no, doing he a said thing. this Tuesday, and and the interviewer is yeah. like, but Wednesday Night Dynamite is on Wednesday, and he's like, this Tuesday. <laughs> On impact, <laughs> and they get into a stretch like SUV, yeah. and oh, they yeah. peel out so for cool. like for dramatic effect. <laughs> it was so good. I had a great time with this. Like it made me feel that like kind of kid energy of like even though this is obviously fake uh, and everything is extra produced, I liked it. It wasn't the same kind of excitement I had with Lucha Underground because that just like turned me into a five-year-old of like what crazy powers is this guy going to have? This was more of like an appreciation of I was thinking of like what it would take for a human body to be able to do every one of these moves because mm-hmm. the gimmicks weren't crazy but the stuff that these people got up and did in the ring, it's like it was like a talent show. Everybody got up and they're like, look what I can do. And they did like three flips into a kick or yeah. something like that. And I'm like, wow, holy shit, that's really cool. And in that sense, it did remind me of some of the New Japan I've watched, uh, as opposed to the WWE, which is uh, more like a we have a script and we're going to follow it kind of thing, at least what I've seen. Oh, yeah, Um, absolutely. But uh, uh, Cam, I know you don't remember a whole lot of this because like any good wrestling fan, you were drunk when we watched it. That's right. uh, Did anything uh, help you recall it when I was talking about Um, all this stuff? Yeah, so I definitely remember the the best part of this – viewing that we watched uh last week was the uh moment where they put down the two chairs and they were like taking turns beating the shit out of each other with one hit like that's that's why i watch wrestling is for the gimmick the gimmick match or the gimmick play where they gotta climb a ladder and grab the briefcase or like uh it's a royal rumble where like five people are in the ring at once and you have to for me, the the interest comes from at least with the Royal Rumble stuff is like the coordination and choreography, like where you're like, okay, so these two people have their own script where it's like, okay, you hit him and then he hits you, and it's it can't be too generic, otherwise it's nonsense. It's like background NPC mm-hmm. like beating each other up stuff, but you know you have to. Um, choreograph like six people in, on in the ring at once but uh, when it comes to AEW I really don't have a lot of experience we watched the um, the champagne or what what was it called the mimosa showdown or whatever a little bit of the bubbly yeah. a little bit of the bubbly where I, I love the premise the premise was amazing to me it's like it was one guy is known and orange and um, orange Cassidy with orange juice so right the mimosa <laughs> so a guy is known match. for champagne a guy is known for orange juice it's like oh hey guys why have you not done a pay-per-view that is a mimosa (laughs) like it's so obvious it's like it's so right there and like the loser has to get dunked you lose by getting dunked into a tub of mimosa (laughs) like it's so it's so perfect like it's like yeah oh what is wrestling oh there's a guy who's known for champagne there's a guy knows for um uh, orange juice and it's like the match is about getting dunked into a mimosa it's like okay now i understand wrestling i understand why you'd want to watch this (laughs) It's just so perfectly, it's a perfect storm. But um, as I said earlier, a lot of my experience comes from WWE. Like Hunt, a a friend of the show, Hunter, was a big fan. And like like Seb, the Attitude Era where characters were like characters. Like what I I kept, I was kind of being a dick, but I was kind of being serious. Where like last, uh, the other night when we watched the wrestling thing, it was the characters we watched in AEW weren't really 
characters like it was like a guy who had face paint and was mean versus a guy who was from new japan who was like not as mean like he wasn't like the the champagne guy or the orange juice guy or like the oh you need he more wrote... of a theme with your stuff i need a theme i like a themed guy like i like a maybe i should do maybe i should do lucha underground for one of my episodes sometime because i think that you might get into it cam yeah sometime soon i think that's a good idea but like the fact that they were not entirely themed to something like i watched a good aew thing and then we watched this yeah it was over discord and it was kind of hard to get the energy of it which my main takeaway from aew and wrestling overall is it for me at least it has to be a event like you get people that are into it and you get people that are not into it and the people that aren't into it have to buy into the event like they have to be like okay we'll pretend this is real or if you really want to be an asshole about it and you can't pretend it's real buy into the spectacle of it and like point out like oh shit he had to whether it's real or not like someone still has to get put through a table like right. that that's wrestling like whether it's a fake styrofoam table there's a floor <laughs> underneath it and you have to yeah you still have to do a pile driver on somebody even if their neck doesn't yeah. actually hit steel <laughs> if you're like okay i'm gonna hit you with this chair it's okay it's a fake chair it's like well what does that mean like <laughs> how do i not get it's, hurt it's uh, still somehow? a chair that you are hitting me with it's still a chair uh you're still hitting me with it but in in my recent um like uh interest in wrestling it's the most interesting part of it is like how do you make it enjoyable and i think the best way to do it is through like a a group gathering which is really hard right now but like hunter and i were watching it and sometimes it'd just be hunter and i and it's like uh, this isn't as fun but when you have like five people there whether it's over zoom or whether it's over you know in person watching a stream it's way more fun when everyone like someone gets hit with something you're like oh shit he might die <laughs> right now it's like okay he's not gonna die but <laughs> yeah but it's um, fun to, it's fun to uh you gotta get into like, it you gotta like every hit you gotta have to react and be like mm-hmm. oh i'm rooting for this guy he's gonna win but maybe you know he's the heel and he's not gonna win but getting invested is what makes wrestling fun is what i'm trying to absolutely get but so even with this paper, or it wasn't a pay per view; it was just a regular thing we watched. This, yeah, this weekly AD. show. Um, but they had been building up to it for a while. This was still special, more special than any normal weekly show. Mm-hmm. However, it's not like a pay per view event. Yeah, I weirdly have a, a ton of knowledge on Kenny Omega because he's been on so many things I like, and like mm-hmm. we, Nick and I used to watch a Street Fighter show when he was on that, and like he's good at a video game and he like talks about his wrestling career and like implementing capcom moves street fighter moves into his wrestling and it's like oh that you're you're doing this move on tv for that's only for some people like who get the reference or whatever like it's still fun for everyone but it's like oh he just did zangief's move like his zangief's ultra from street fighter 4 so it, it there's layers like if you're into wrestling you're not just into wrestling. There's certain layers that you get into. Like, oh, the performance aspect, the physical aspect. Like, oh, man, he's so ripped. And, like, how does he able to do these moves? And, like, 
or you're into the like the business stuff where it's like oh he's severing his contract with wwe <laughs> oh he's going into aew or he's graduating or like oh he can't win this match because that would make him too good and then they'd have to aew would have to be like scouting him or whatever like it's mm. the business stuff really gets interesting like because it's so splintered and like all mm-hmm. that but um and because when somebody leaves for another agency, you got to give them a send off. So like on the original one, you don't acknowledge the other agency by going like, "Oh yeah, he's leaving for New Japan." You just go, like, yeah. "He's leaving forever." Yeah, What's he going dead. to do in his final TNA match? <laughs> Where's he gonna go in his life? But yeah, this I... is the I quit match, and the loser quits forever. And it's like if you read the newspaper, you'd know that he was going somewhere. Yeah, else, his contract still... was up, and he's yeah. just like leaving for a different paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> but um, for Destiny, like, the AEW is so much different than the WWE. Like, there's – it's such a weird mindset to get into, but these companies that are doing, this, like, the exact same thing or have different rules and different sponsorships and, like, they treat their matches differently. It's so bizarre to really delve into what makes them different, so – um mm. aew i think is has a certain flair it's got its own to flavor it. to flavor to it for it's sure. different flavor like it it has its own reason that it's interesting whereas wwe is like okay these are the big boys well their stories may not be as unique they have the money and property to do the a like the 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 fucking scale the corporate building money in the bank match like they're each each of them have their own benefits so it's hard to determine what you want to watch but it, it's up to your personal preference so i i love wbe when it's a party and when everyone's into it like it becomes like a sporting event that is also like a play like, like a sporting event it's sport entertainment camp yeah as yeah the, I'm not gonna, uh, it's, it's no football i'll say that but it, it's very <laughs> fun i i like it and i'm glad i've been introduced to it this year in 2020 Mm-hmm. Uh, someone else who has a very little experience with wrestling, uh, Seb, yeah. I want to know what you thought of AEW um, and particularly Dynamite this week. Yeah, so I have actually watched a couple pay-per-views um, at Andrew's place. Um, he's done a little, uh, couple little viewing parties, uh, him and Destiny. Um, and that's when I was first really, really introduced to wrestling in a way that I actually watched it rather than... Oh, yeah, that's The Rock. He's in a movie. Um, so, uh, yeah, and I actually started kind of being like, oh, yeah, this is kind of cool, like, during the pay-per-views. Um, though, for some reason, this one, this event, it just wasn't as good as the other things that I watched. A, I also, I wasn't, like, drinking because I didn't really want to on a Wednesday night and I had to get up early. Mm-hmm. Um, and B, I don't know, like, they didn't do as many things. Like, one of the pay-per-views we watched... Um, they like went to one of the guy's houses and he had his, his own wrestling ring and he had a piano and he had like all this other crap um, that they used as props. And it was like this huge face off. They just like came onto his property in the middle of the night um, and had a fight. Oh, yeah. Um, that was a good one. Yeah, that one was really good. And then there was the, the one in the dentist office. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What the hell? <laughs> um, and, you know. I mean, that's kind of brilliant, honestly. Yeah. I can't believe I've never seen anything like that done before. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, like, I guess there are, like, the times where they go, like, in WWE, I knew sometimes they go behind the scenes and they're fighting behind. They go to the parking lot. They always go yeah. to. I mean, th- this is a good spot to say it, but I was saving it for my impressions. But that is that is my favorite thing in wrestling. Uh, when they 
like do crazy shit outside yeah, the ring. Yeah, they fake personal drama or something. Oh, like, yeah, anytime that they're like, let's take this out to the parking lot or like they so they get somebody as they're getting in their car mm. or like going to the dentist or any of that shit is so good. It's hilarious. It's like, a, it's like oh, yeah. your professional wrestling career is now like, oh, I'm just going to show up at your house and punch you in the face. Yeah. Um, which like, uh, I, now that I know, like as a kid, I'm like, that can't be real. Um, and now I know everyone's in on it and everyone likes it because it's ridiculous and stupid. Um, it's one of those things I never <laughs> got when I was younger because I was like, why do you like this? It's ridiculous and stupid. And now I'm like, oh yeah, ha, ha, it is ridiculous and stupid. I like it. Um, but I think it's a thing, um, I need to watch with other people, but like in person. Um, I don't think it was like as fun. The for energy me. is something that's hard to replicate in the yeah, way that we have and to I, do. I even noticed we've been watching that, this over a stream. Yeah. And there's not there's not like a full audience there. It's yeah, not exactly. the same. It's hard to hard to say. Yeah. It might be we might need to do a sequel episode when we can all get together. Yeah. Um mm. and Destiny totally. um linked us some older matches um that were really good. Mm. Oh um really loved that Orange Cassidy one. Yeah, that the, the Orange that Cassidy a, versus Pac, I think he isn't it the, the bastard mm-hmm. Pac. Right. Um he so Orange Cassidy he he's just like wearing his sunglasses the entire time. So I'm like, oh, those are going to get smashed into your face. You're going to have, like, pieces of glass in your face. Or you're going to have a big scar on your nose. That's going to hurt. Um, so he's getting, like, like his ass kicked by Pack, And he's just, like, chill with it. He's got his, his hands in his pockets the whole time. Getting, like, sprung from, like, one side of the ring to the other. Um, and then he, like, kicks Pack in the face with his hands in his pockets. He, he's, like, doing so flips good. and shit. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? This Cam, guy's ridiculous. He, he reminds me of Cody from Street Fighter, Cam. I was going like, to say. He's, like, he's so aggressively a... doing doing the I don't care thing while still attacking somebody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, it's powerful. It, it was ridiculous. That was, that was like, really fun. Um, and then another one that I watched was um, a cage match between Cody Rhodes and I forgot who the other guy was. Um, but Cody Rhodes... He was getting his ass kicked. He had, like, blood streaming down his face. He was not in good shape. And he's, like, last-ditch effort. Um, He gets a moment of relief. um, And he's like, I'm going to climb up the cage. Because he can't can't Mm -hmm. get out of the cage. So he climbs up the scaffolding of the cage. And flip backflips off um, (laughs) into his opponent. And wins. Because that That's hurt great. him so fucking I love much. Stuff like that. Yeah, like that was absolutely like wow. Actually, these guys are incredible. These these guys are acrobats. Actually, there's so many times I've seen them do backflips. They've been thrown and done backflips, like onto their feet. Um, it's just actually really cool the things these guys can do. Um, yeah, you think like okay, the table's not real, so. Yeah, I could get thrown into a table and be fine. Yeah, it's but like, then you oh, see them do something, no, and I'm like... you can't. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't do a backflip, then go through a table. Yeah. Yeah, good luck with um, that. Yeah, there's there's some things where it's obviously set up for them to do that, but then other times where it's like, oh, they actually have skill. It's not all just acting. Um, oh, yeah. They have actually yeah. worked for this. They do actually have muscles. Um, it is fake, but that doesn't mean it's not difficult to do. It's yeah. real to me. 
Yeah. It's real to them. Um, but yeah, that's that's the part I think is really cool is seeing them do all those crazy tricks and shit. Um, I don't like when they're just kind of beating on each other. I'm just kind of like, eh, you know, I don't really care who's winning or who's not winning because I don't I'm not really invested in any of the characters. Um, like unless they're like a really crazy character like Orange Cassidy. I said like we were talking earlier about how the heels really stick in your mind because they have a, more of a personality to them to make you hate them. Right. Um, so like Orange Cassidy, he's got his like hands in his pocket. I don't fucking care. Or um, Darby Allen, who's got his face paint. Um, or um, Dr. Uh... Dr. Britt Baker. Okay. Yeah. There Britt Baker. Um, she's got her whole gimmick where she is a doctor um she's here and she's like oh yeah the unrefined like trash like all you people are so much worse than me yeah it's funny that they have the doctor be like the heel character yeah yeah you'd think she'd be there to like help but no she's a heel because she's a dentist and she's gonna pull your teeth out um Mm -hmm. or or something i don't know i i guess it it kind of makes sense that a dentist would be a heel um but yeah like those characters are all way more memorable but I don't really care who's winning. I just care about watching them do backflips. And uh... see, that's my—that's <laughs> what gets me. Ex- I, I like to get invested in the match. But why I'm really there is to see somebody do a backflip kick. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, it's like it's like being on a, a playground or something. And someone. Uh, well, we did actually know somebody like this, Cam, mm-hmm. in high school, who would yeah. go like, "Want to see me do a, a hand spin on a wall?" He'd run up to a wall, plant his hands on it, and flip around his hands, and we go, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah, we all do it. Go! That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, like, but you know, like stuff like that, it's, it's something special to see somebody just perform some weird physical thing that you'd never have any opportunity to do in real life. When they're not doing that, they're just kind of like walking around the ring, trying to decide what they're doing or like trying to recover. Like a lot of it is really slow actually, which kind of like, I'm, I'm like, why do you watch this until they do like the crazy climb up the cage and like backflip onto somebody or like kick flip someone um, like most of it's really, really slow and that's actually kind of boring to me, which is why I, I would rather watch it with people in the room and be drunk because then I can like yes. talk to them at the same time. And then when something happens, we all go like, Whoa, um, but yeah, I, I still did have fun with this and I would be like, it's not something I would normally watch, but if it's on in the background, like while we're doing something, if you know, destiny and Andrew have another pay-per-view party. I'll go, like, I'll watch it. It's still interesting. Like, in listening to Destiny and Andrew talk about this stuff, I actually get more invested in the characters because Destiny's like, oh, yeah, this lady, she's trans, she's really cool, blah, da, da, everyone's really chill. And then this guy, he blah, da, 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 da. And I'm like, yeah, 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 that's neat. Um, You need a a Sherpa. You need somebody who actually... Yeah, you need someone who knows anything because I don't know any of the characters. And I think that's why I'm not invested in them. Um, Yeah. But... Yeah, still, still pretty cool. I think I appreciate wrestling a little bit more than I... Well, a lot more than I used to. I, I used to just be like, oh, it's just sweaty dudes like beating on each other. And it still is just sweaty dudes beating on each other. It is, but, but it's that's cool. kind of why I'm yeah. there. Yeah, and actually watching it is kind of like being a kid and playing with your toys. Like, like I can just imagine hands around each of the wrestlers just being like... Yeah, I'm gonna fuck you up. Yeah, well, I'm gonna fuck you up. Bam, it's a bam, really bam. good way to tap into your, you know, like childhood innocence. Cause yeah. Like, if everyone is on board in the room and you're all drinking and like someone drop kicks someone, you're like, oh shit. When it's like, obviously that guy's <laughs> yeah. probably fine. Like, but it's the energy of the room and, you know, suspending your 
disbelief and it's like it it makes it to a, a really fun group gathering yeah. knowing how many of these guys injure themselves for life because they want to do some of that <laughs> yes. stuff for our I, entertainment I, I, yeah they're like uh it's for, for me it's all really about the performance and they're bleeding from their face yeah. like while like, they're oh, giving this interview yeah <laughs> it's like dude you're concussed right now like yeah. we got yeah I'm, please like, get out I'm of happy, the ring but you, they but. don't get out of the ring until they literally can't stand up <laughs> yeah Oh. And you can tell by like you know if a fight goes on for a long while by minute ten they're exhausted and I'm like oh my god that's awful <laughs> like getting in there yeah the the forty like, minute matches right. are are I think my least favorite because it's it's just so much like oh they are so tired the entire time and they're just kind of like lift this uh, stalking around lift this two hundred fifty pound man above your head why don't you do that for this game <laughs> yeah why don't can you do, do that five times I wrote yeah. this can you can you put that in. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, hey, um, uh, look, we're we're talking this over with the writers. Do you think you could lift up this extremely heavy man and then hold him there just for like just to show off? Uh, we're gonna get your spine. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna get your spine looked at afterwards. We're have the, but I'm that sure guy, it'll be fine. That guy's yeah, gonna have fine. his legs straight up in the air because he's got actually really good core muscles, um, and that'll also be really <laughs> cool. And you'll look like ac- acrobats, or you'll look like you're doing like some really crazy like uh, karma sutra move, whatever. This uh, this move is called the Brain Buster, and WWE doesn't have health insurance. <laughs> oh no. Uh, but yeah, hmm. Alex. Oh, are you done? Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm pretty much done. Um, hi. Uh, yeah, sorry, kind of low energy today. Uh, I I've been getting into this a little bit uh, outside of the podcast, just because um, my good friends Andrew and Destiny uh have like they talk about this a lot because they're very into it. Yeah. Uh, so it's one of those things that I've been able to absorb through that. Uh, and I've seen a couple of shows we talked about. Um, Seb mentioned a couple of the pay-per-views that we were able to catch. And uh, those were all very fun. More more fun than this weekly show this week. Um, I have seen a couple more episodes of Dynamite. And they are uh, they're still good. Like uh, To have a, a show like this weekly is crazy. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah, it's insane to, to be like, all right, and we'll be back next week. It's like you're not out for a month after that. Yeah, like, it's yeah. So I mean, they have that a lot of this wrestlers. This is written and performed so frequently. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know how you can expect the same quality. Mm-hmm. You know, right, like and yeah. not just that, and but really, I think you know, we're we're in a bad time to get into it because there isn't the same energy in the ring as there is when there are. Like, yeah, and that, that's definitely an element. Um, one of the last couple, one of the last pay per views we watched was during all the COVID stuff too. But like they were able to keep the energy. I think yeah, uh, that was they, one of the ones that had like a non, like an outside the arena battle. Like they were in mm-hmm. the forest behind some guy's house. Like said, oh yeah, there was like uh, construction equipment there. That yeah. was yeah, hell yeah. Um, and I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but uh, like that is one of the my favorite things about wrestling is whenever they take it outside the ring because like. You can only do so much with a wrestling ring, even though even when they fudge it and put like a piano next to the stage or something. Uh, I just love it when they change scenery and you just have so much more bullshit to work with. Like there's just a, a shovel here, like uh, or you know, like they're in a construction site. You know, anything crazy like that. It's like oh, he's he's gonna drive the forklift into him, right? Or you know, just crazy dumb bullshit like that is my favorite and having all those like having a weird set piece like a doctor's office is like exactly what i look for yeah if uh, you, so if like, they, oh he's gonna put well, him in the chair and he's gonna take the drill and put it by his face like y- y- there's so many possibilities suggested by any 
any location, like the parking garage or, you know, like, oh, you know, he's got like a golf cart he's going to drive over him or something. Um, <laughs> and all that stuff is like, that's where I truly mark out. Um, but yeah, you guys kind of mentioned it already, but this it's a great social gathering thing. Uh, that I, And unfortunately this year that has not been as much of a thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I, I do like it. It's just a fun, fun thing to yell about when uh, crazy shit happens. And um, another thing that I I will always say, especially when I'm drunk, is that I gotta I gotta see the refs go down. I'm yeah. I, Nick yeah, introduced I, we, me we as a ref up hater at the beginning, <laughs> and it is one of my absolute no, favorite I, things like I to said see the refs. Yesterday, I want one of the refs to be a heel. I want one of the refs to come in the ring and just beat everybody up. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure that they, sure well, they've done when that. When we when we do our own indie wrestling re uh, league, I will be introducing an evil ref, and Alex will be the face who is a ref hater. <laughs> it's, it's justified. It's it written into his backstory. Yeah. Is that on our Patreon at like like two hundred dollars? <laughs> yeah, start, I think it's at the the two billion dollar tier. Yeah. Two I will billion. start around Vince McMahon like character who comes out in a suit, says that he's not going to pay anyone, and then just gets the shit kicked out of him <laughs> on live TV. Is it? I think a landlord should make a good even deal. Even if we got two billion dollars a month, I would still grown at having to act out a wrestling thing <laughs> but yeah i i love it when Even if you never had to work again you'd be like oh yeah i'd wrestling. be like okay give me the two billion dollars why do i still have to do this but i love it when yeah. a ref gets there so that's absolutely my favorite thing and i don't really know how to ex like explain why but it's just one of those things that well, like, you said you said that they're like oh they're narcs they're well yeah they <laughs> are the cops it's like authority yeah authority like thing well when are you know it's just all of that like you know in real sports and uh and in wrestling also like Whenever, like, a, a referee makes a call that you don't like, you're like, oh, well, fuck the umpire. Fuck like, oh, the, he, threw, he threw a flag? Fuck that. Uh, and it's just a lot of that. And, you know, wrestling is kind of the only sport where you can suplex the ref, and that's kind of allowed. <laughs> <laughs> it's allowed in such a funny, like, well, I guess it is but it's also like, like yeah, written in, into in football show. you can't punch the guy you know who threw the flag <laughs> on the play you just get a fine it's like wearing reeboks when you have a nike deal that's true yeah but yeah that is one of my favorite things when they're either collateral or like specifically they're there to take out the ref or distract <laughs> him so that they can do a cheap play or something all of that is my absolute favorite. There is one video that comes up every time we're talking wrestling with someone. Hunter will always mention the video where a there's a wrestling match going on. Somehow the ref becomes incapacitated. One of the wrestlers pins another the, their opponent. And they're like, okay, he's pinned, but there's no ref here to count it out. And they have to send in another ref to count it out to make it official. <laughs> and the guy has to run like 200 meters down a ramp <laughs> to, to count him out. He sprints so, out. So this like 25-year-old ref like has to run down the This ramp, is my chance. Dive under the, the ropes and count it out. Otherwise, it wouldn't be official. It's like... Such a perfect encapsulation of the the genre. Like the, the okay, so it's not obviously it's not real, but there are still rules. We need a ref here to count it out, otherwise it doesn't count. You know, it, it's yeah. just really it's really funny. Well, while we're on clips of stuff, um, one of my favorite clips and uh, one of the the things that I was like that made me go like, wow, wrestling is crazy, um, was a clip of The Rock. Um, 
giving a dude a rock bottom through the announcer's table uh, <laughs> with the ref in there also. Uh, it's a wonderful clip. I mean, I hopefully we can share it or tweet it out or something. Oh. Yeah, but I um, hope so because he's it he's got him ready to do the rock bottom. The, and the ref gets up on the table behind the guy and he's like, "No, don't do it, don't do it." And yeah. then he just fucking sends them both. It's it's amazing. I feel so <laughs> bad for those refs. Like half, like most of their job is, "Hey, don't do that," but then the wrestlers just do it anyway. They have no power. Yeah, it's, it's getting it's getting a bit part in the play. You got to be excited, right? For that. Yeah, I, they're I guess excited so. for it. Yeah. Um, but you don't have to. You are still allowed to eat a cheeseburger. You don't have to be in peak physical condition, but you still get to be a part of <laughs> yes, wrestling. True, yeah. yeah, if you're if you're a writer and you get the chance to be suplexed, it's like, oh shit, I get to be suplexed. Not like, oh, fuck, I wrote, I gotta get suplexed tonight. Um, but yeah, for AEW specifically, I like a lot of the characters. We you know we mentioned some of them, but uh, one of my favorite is uh, is MJF, who's like uh, one of the more popular heels in AEW right now. He's like specifically a guy who always wears a scarf, is always chewing gum, oh, and him. is always just too cool for school. He, was really. he has like and, the Argyle scarf, and he's he's like shirtless with like just pants yeah, on, and he's and just wearing tights. this fucking scarf. His scarf, and I'm like, <laughs> why? Who is it? Cold in there? Put a shirt on. <laughs> And he's kind of notorious as one of those guys who just never, he never breaks kayfabe or, you know, in wrestling terms, he never breaks character. He's always on as this Why do they call it bag. kayfabe? Uh, yeah, I don't know. A, they made a weird, what was that, Alex? It's like a weird documentary, like where they go to his house and like. Yeah, he had like an interview in made. Where, the whole time. Yeah. It's it very, up. it's very weird to watch because hmm. it's like. Oh, you know, oh, we have this interview with Macho Man. He's going to talk about playing the character of Macho Man. But no, this guy, they go to his well, house and, it was and he's all, like, oh, It hey. was all fake. Like he, like, he set it up so that he could do this. And, like, he was, he's showing photos so, of the inside of his many, house and it's not it. real. It's really they're doing, weird. They're oh, yeah. doing the bit from Perfect Blue, but intentionally. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like they're doing the breakdown between the self and the performance as a bit of the performance it's, yeah, it's insane like, oh we're not interviewing the character we're interviewing the actor and the actor is playing the character and you're like oh wait wait <laughs> wait what <laughs> it but works he, so he's, well it's he's so just so fun to watch anytime he does anything you know we touched on this in the first segment we talked about how cool and fun heels are to watch but just this guy who you know truly doesn't give a fuck and like this is who he is all the time i think i i love the commitment to it i think it's it's insane that he's able to do this all the time Jesus. it's very impressive it's yeah wild but uh yeah i i had fun with this i um i have only watched a couple episodes of the weekly show i had wanted to kind of get into watching it weekly but maybe this will be a good excuse to uh i definitely We'll catch. I, I do want to know. Forward, I do want to know what they're gonna do with Moxley giving up the belt to Omega. Like it seems like they have something planned for that. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. am curious to see. Yeah, where that it's it's easy to get goes. caught up in. Like especially because they're you know wrestling. They're really good at promos and stuff. They're really good at like oh come back next week for this. They'll they'll never leave you with like. You know, you always they'll always be like, yeah. you know, oh, that in, this, this in the pay per view, we're gonna do this. Like they'll they're very good at hyping mm-hmm. up the next crazy match or whatever, mm. which is something I like a lot because it's you know, you never you never put it down, right? You're always they always leave you with a hook. But yes, yeah, I had fun with this. I, I I like wrestling. 
Wow. All right. It's yeah. fun. Well, it's thank fun. you so much, Destiny, for uh, exposing us to this. I think this was a. I think this was a fun episode to do. It's not like yeah, a, a little sleepy today. Sorry, a little Wake sleepy up. today. That's all right. We're on a we're on slightly different recording schedule. Um, we're in a I'll transition just, uh, period. We're, we'll work it out. Right. Right. Exactly. But I, I think that we'll be able to get the. I think yeah, we'll no, be able I blame to get the, me too. <laughs> <laughs> but, I think know. we'll be able to get the energy back for next week's episode because I am going to show you guys something that I've had on my to to make everyone watch list for a while, Uh-oh. which is Big O, which is uh, an anime. Oh. Um, it's an anime, of course, about giant robots because I have been like biting my nails trying to not recommend mecha anime for two and a half mm. years at this point so two things our uh, listeners love is mecha and anime i think that they'll be able to get into this because it is very americanized uh this is super catering to the western demographic which is also why i think it won't be very hard to get you guys to watch it it's Batman the Animated Series, if instead of putting on a costume, uh, Bruce Wayne just got into a robot. To yeah, I've robots. heard that exact pitch, too. It's like, uh, Batman mech. And it's like, oh, all right, that, that's kind of interesting. I mean, yeah. he's probably done that. And, uh, and Robin is a cute android girl. Hmm. It's it's great. It's really great. I, I love it. It's available on a couple different uh, platforms. The stupid, uh, stupidly named platform Verve, Verve. Verve has it. Mm. And um, all our Verve subscribers out there, all those Verve heads. Well, this is um, heads. I, I, this I want is you guys to Verve. watch the dub because the uh, as, uh, which I would not normally recommend for anything. Like obviously the original Japanese is going to be better in like ninety nine percent of scenarios. Right. Yeah, you can this count is great not... dubs on one hand, but this is right. one of them. Yes, this is absolutely one of them. Uh, Steve Blum is, of course, killing it as the main character. And there's just a lot of incredible voice work. And the second season of this show was actually funded by Adult Swim because they were just going to cancel it in Japan. Wow. But the, in the U.S., it was doing so well. Adult Swim's like, no, 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 we want more so you, we can show it mo- we, so we can show more. If you're not going to make more, can we just pay you to make more? <laughs> yeah. Like, that is crazy. That That's yeah. such a weird, like... But in Japan, nobody Situation. liked it. They're like, this shit's stupid. Who cares? <laughs> Too Western. Oh, yeah, I'm excited to watch this. this I, you know, I've seen yeah. a lot of anime, but um, this is a blind spot. Yeah, so we'll be yeah. watching a couple episodes, I think Nick said. Right. I, I put five episodes in there. It's um, one, two, uh, four, eight, and 11, I believe. Excellent. Yeah, we'll and skip of ahead the first of the first season, I think you guys will enjoy that. If you wanted to get your own episode, whether it was about a giant robot or a giant man who says "I am a machine" before brainbustering somebody into the mat, uh, you would send it to please don't cast at gmail.com and that is please don't cast at gmail.com and if you would like to send us money Ooh. so that we can start uh, our own restaurant start our buy energy start drinks to get more uh, energetic episodes. It is so um, funny think... that we we don't see any of this money. It just goes into like stuff we use to record so it's not like we're buying <laughs> I mean, it, it goes in, it goes into paying it goes into paying a hundred dollars a year for hulu that cam uses to watch the episode topic <laughs> <laughs> what the hell but yes <laughs> for hbo it's which not like it, it does, yes it does help us do the podcast there's a lot it of times for, it pays for the uh, hosting fees and it pays for a lot of the times uh, we will need to spend money to do something for the podcast, which is where it comes from. Yeah, this sounds yeah. like a bit, but it costs money to post the show. Like we're charged yeah. to 
do this. Yeah. Like, it's not like it, it would be something I'd say like, yeah, we got to pay a fee to post this like as a yeah, bit. Exactly. But, like we do. Uh, yeah. And that would be a bit like they charge us every time they fine us. Like we get a notice from the state. That's yeah. like you. We you told are... you to stop. We told you if not you to cast. Going, you'll have to pay no, a fee. Notice. <laughs> Three hour um, notice. Um, but like, where else can they find us online? Is there anything? They can also find us on Twitter at Please Don't Cast, and they can find me and George on a charity show coming up pretty Ooh, soon that whoa. run by the Rough Night Movie Podcast. Ah. Um, it is going to be some kind of quiz show. I haven't gotten all the details yet. Maybe I'll put an advertisement in the break. I hope it's not a quiz show on their show because I've only listened to a couple of their don't episodes say that this year. Live, but. Uh... <laughs> Yes. They don't listen to this. Who listens to this? <laughs> uh, nobody. But yeah, check out our episode on the Rough Night Movie podcast. Um, I'll try and shill us as much as possible to their somehow infinite listeners. Yeah, uh, they have like a billion <laughs> listeners. But um, yeah, they, are we they're... not cute enough? Is it because Allison's cute? Is that what, what's happening <laughs> it's over there? Thing. Yeah, podcasts are known for being uh, attractive audio. hosts. Um, no, but it, maybe it, I need to get the vocal. They're right very now. funny, and they kind of have been very nice to us throughout their whole career. So I wonder if it's because their podcast is very easy to describe to someone. Mm. Yeah. They talk about <laughs> movies and we talk about movies once a month. So it's very hard. They to watch bad movies. We talk about, in between uh, talking about wrestling and anime. And, and uh, in between eating a bunch games, of hot dogs, hot dogs, uh, going to two restaurants. Our show's good. It's impossible. my coworker asks me, uh, every week. He's like, what are you, uh, doing this week? <laughs> like what, every, what, Every person I meet, it's always like, oh, what's your podcast about? And I'll be like, okay, so, is always the beginning of the statement. <laughs> it's never, it's about this. It's like, all right, so, listen. Speaking <laughs> of exactly that, um, uh, we have been uh, threatened with money to continue our hazardous materials. Oh, no. So, uh, I will be posting a, uh, there should be a poll up with, a, with some Christmas-themed yes. options by the time uh, you are hearing this episode. And I wanted to thank you for your support during Watch Month. I really Thanks, appreciated guys. it. <laughs> Thanks for yeah. sticking out through Watch Month. <laughs> I know we're out, out the other end. We, you know, got 11 more months to go till the next I, one. Something right. that we, uh, we could survive it, for a little while. It was while, really just an excuse to, to hear Cam uh, quote Watchmen a couple of times a week from now until the end of time, which yeah, I do I mean, actually very I, much I enjoy. liked quoting Watchmen, but the show is fine like this. I mean, I don't think we need to really <laughs> keep doing it. Oh, nothing ever. No, but we will, They're um, gonna shout out and ask you to keep quoting Watchmen, and you'll look down and whisper. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was about to do the same bit. <laughs> All right, uh, before we run out of steam and just or just do or what another Watchmen, Watchmen episode, Watchmen just with mo- just with momentum, we're just gonna accidentally do a Watchmen episode if we keep this up. So this has been. Please don't listen to this. Your light depends on it. Next week we'll see you with Big O. Thank you for listening. Big O. Oh. Oh. Big O. Oh, no. Big O, big O.